Is this thing on? One, two, my check, one, two. All right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. When did we become machines that we get triggered and we can't control ourselves? Great question. <laughs> I do have a take. point of contention. I also like to apologize for burning down our house when I was seven years old. Uh, oh man, I, I don't, I don't remember ever apologizing for that, but. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. That's Jade Hoy producing coming up on the show. Oh, my God. The Suns set the Warriors the battle for New York. No LeBron. No problem. Tampering solved and everyone's favorite MVP odds. Let's get to our two contestants in this corner from the Super Soft streets of Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Celtics beat reporter and future author of the book Smart Decisions, a Celtics guide to good offense. It's Jay the Kid King, who's now referring to himself as the God in text messages. Jay, here's a cracker. Hummus or French onion dip? Neither of them. Give me some cheese. That's it? Give me some cheese. I, I don't need this hummus crap. Cheese being a metaphor for money, right? No, 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 cheese. Give me, give me just cheese, like cheese cheddar, whiz, like some, a, some, a, a you, slice of give cheese, you some soft white cheese. Give me, don't give me hummus. Rick, keep you don't your, like keep hummus? Your hummus out of my face. What? I'm not a hummus guy. In this corner, Bay Area legend, author of two books about the Warriors, and a brand new book on sale now. Dynasties, the 10 GOAT teams that changed the NBA forever. The one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, Dynasties, 10 GOAT teams, or War and Peace? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Dynasties. I mean, War and Dynasties literally has War and Peace on the inside. Do you know what those bird magic rivalries were like? That was war, baby. That you was see Kurt war. Rambis get clotheslined? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you see Danny Ainge out here? Yeah, this, this is war. <laughs> Magic showed up to the retirement ceremony for Bird. That wasn't peace. Come on now. You know, Isaiah That's Thomas against is. George. The war, that war is still going on. Still going. I got your war piece right here, Dynasties. 10-hour commercial for Michael Jordan still throwing Isaiah under the bus. Literally. Still. Doesn't matter. By the way, I'm with Jay. On the hummus thing. Hummus is suspect. You don't like hummus? You guys are out of your minds. Nah, I can't. You're I the mean, only pro hummus person on this podcast. Jade, Jade you got to be pro hummus. The the hummus with like the little like, like it, Jade's giving me a thumbs up. The hummus with like a little like red pepper, red bell pepper in the mixed into the middle. You don't nah. do any of that. Nah. Give me like cheese. a garlic hummus. hummus so give me cheese. With yeah, how could you not? Yeah. I'm not war, that war and peace, bro. Like, you know. War, war and Peace is a stupid title. It's like calling a book Make or Miss League. Like, it's just stupid. It's a War and Peace League. It's a Make or Miss League. Just stupid. Here's one war, thing. Here's the other. Here's world, the opposite. Stupid. Hot or Cold is my next book. <laughs> Up All right. Down. That should the suffice. The memoirs of Marcus Thompson. That should suffice for the parenthetical banter. Jade, start the clock. A Western Conference preview. That's right, folks. Tuesday night. 
The game certainly lived up to the hype as the Suns and Warriors squared off in a potential Western Conference Finals preview. The Suns won their 17th straight game, tying the franchise record with a 104-96 win over Steph Curry and the Dubs. Speaking of Steph, not a very good game for him. Locked down by Mikhail Bridges, the mayor of Clamp City. Most of the night, Curry finished with just 12 points and needed 14 three-point shots, making only three of them. Jade played the team. Aiden's first points of the second quarter. Curry goes right by him this time. Denied by Bridges. Meanwhile, Suns DeAndre Aiden pulled a game-high 24 points and 11 rebounds. He was a beast, some might say. He maxed out last night. Except Robert Sarver, he wouldn't say that. He would be cheap and, you know, reportedly say something horrible in response to that. The game featured seven lead changes. And I said reportedly, so you can't sue us, Robert Sarver. Seven lead changes and was tied 10 times. Suns edged the Warriors 46-40 in points in the paint and 39-33 in bench points. Warriors totaled 22 turnovers and scored just 42 points in the second half. Draymond Green summed it up perfectly. Jade played that tape. They're very well defensively. You know, they took a lot of stuff away. They didn't make any mistakes. You know, so they, they were very good defensively. Got to give them a lot of credit. What did you think the root cause of the turnovers was tonight? Uh, I think overpassing. Uh, one note here, Devin Booker did leave the game in the second quarter with a strained hamstring. Suns Warriors Part 2 is on Friday night at the Chase Center. Marcus, what's your biggest takeaway from this game? And are the 18-3 and Warriors maybe not as good as we thought coming into this week? been pumping my brakes the whole season it's it's amazing too by the way a little side suddenly phoenix is good did we not see phoenix play incredibly well did somebody not predict the phoenix suns will make the finals last year Jay, don't play that tape maybe on this show like the sudden oh my god i guess phoenix is actually good was kind of weird like they didn't do anything they haven't been doing for the last 16 games or last year in the playoffs so they they are actually good but with that said, my great takeaway is this is really good for the Warriors. This is oh. great for the Warriors, actually. Look, Steph was terrible. Yeah. And and as good as Michael Bridges is, and he's literally one of my absolute favorite, arguably the best role player in basketball. He's not that good. <laughs> Steph was acting wow. like this dude was Scottie Pippen out here. He wasn't even trying them, right? Put it on the audiogram. Quote. Marcus Thompson on Mikael Bridges. He's not that good. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Uh, now Steph, <laughs> Steph didn't even really try him. Like he didn't, he didn't do any ISO. And I know they had the bracket thing going, but Steph was some. He was weird. He took one mid-range shot. It was like either he was shooting the three or he was driving into DeAndre Ayton, which wasn't. It's not the game plan. Yeah. I don't know what he was also doing. Also, doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work out. So Steph was terrible, and they were in the game. Uh, DeAndre Ayton did his thing. And they were still kind of afloat. It was like, okay, they got they kind of they got brutalized in mm-hmm. at the rim, and they kind of held their own. Obviously, not having Devin Booker was a big deal, but I, I don't think it's bad for the Warriors to walk away thinking Phoenix is better. Like they have to grow as a team. They've been kind of like molly whopping teams, and they mm-hmm. haven't really felt this. I think it's good that they felt that. That's a different defense. That's a different offense. Some of them yeah. guys. They felt it. And I'm going to let Jay go, but we got to come back to this because, Zach, you got to get 
You got to get it about something. But go ahead, Jay. What? Well, and, Jay, Jay, real and quick. And those guys. Jay, real quick. Um, I, you know, I hate to name drop, but I was talking to Festus Azili, 2015 NBA champion on uh, SiriusXM NBA radio channel. I wasn't 86, prepared for the Festus Azili name drop. on your dial. Also, he and I went to the same high school very far apart. Um, and he said similar things to what Marcus said. So maybe this is the right perspective on the Warriors losing Tuesday night to the Suns. Or Jay, maybe a little propaganda being passed around the Bay. I think I do agree. They needed it. First off, he's and in Sacramento, right? They, they need it. I don't know where he's. I, look, I just <laughs> they, they need it because they've got a lot of guys who haven't been there with them before. Like it's it's easy to look at this team and see how well they're playing, how well they're defending, and think this Warriors team is just like a another version of what they were three four years ago. But they've got so many pieces: Jordan Poole, Gary Payton. Bielitsa, Otto Porter, like that just haven't been there with them, been there under the pressure of, you know, the biggest games mm-hmm. against Phoenix, the 16 game win streak, all of that. So I, I was actually like mildly impressed the Warriors stayed in the game while playing as bad as they did offensively. Steph was as bad as he'll ever be. They had a million turnovers and still, you know, fourth quarter, they're in that game. So I just think their defense is on another level, the Warriors defense. And then I was so impressed by Phoenix, man. Like their defensive flexibility is unreal. Aiton's out there sticking with Steph. Mm-hmm. It's like how how many seven footers? And he's a legit seven footer. Like he's huge. Yeah. And he's out there moving his feet with Steph. That that stuff is really really impressive. These are by far the two best teams in the league. It's not even close. They're light years ahead of everybody at this point in time. Other teams can catch up. But but those two teams, especially defensively, are just so far beyond anyone else right now. The, the Marcus, what slander do you have for me? The difference with Phoenix, it was weird. The Warriors really, they looked like they didn't see like a overplaying, trapping kind of bracket defense. But the difference with Phoenix is that back line dude is legit seven foot, right? It's not like a six 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 seven guy who Steph could kind of finish over like it's going to be tough to finish at the rim. So they've got to figure it out, but you know, who did show up Zach Harper, mm. you know, mm. who, you know, who was game and carried the warriors, the very guy that I told you was nice. And you've been hating on, as I was telling you, he was nice. It's time for you to put some respect, not only on Jordan Poole's name, but on my early, early assertion that Jordan Poole was that dude and a budding all-star this, this, this is just Marcus, Vic, Marcus victory lap day, huh? First, first it's the Suns take uh-huh. from last year. Now it's Jordan Poole. Like, come on, Marcus. I mean, where am I wrong, though? I mean, this, no. hey, was, was me, Zach not on my case about overhyping Jordan Poole? And then in the check. biggest game just, of the year, who was I ball? I want to see your numbers. I want you to see the moment. I want you to feel what you felt. When you were watching that game, you felt Jordan Poole was carrying the Warriors. Ain't that what you felt? Carried him to a loss. He did, bro. It was him. He was going at them dudes by I just got to check something. Uh, who who Marcus Thompson once deemed the next Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay Thompson's worst three-point season is 40.1% from three. And Jordan, Jade, cut his mic. Cut his mic. Uh, and then Jordan Poole right now is 34.7% from three, which I believe is a career high. Honestly, that, that's hey, not that exactly. bad considering some of the shots he takes. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. 
I just need like, you to recognize the Jordan Poole. When mm-hmm. you're shooting mm-hmm. reckless shot attempts and you're at 35%, like I'm almost impressed. It's uh, it's odd that during the uh, the seven-game stretch in which he shot 21% from three, I didn't hear from Marcus too much. You but, uh, did. but, you know, you I guess did. one. Because I was hearing from you about it. As if somehow I might. I was it felt like accurate. a very one sided conversation, yeah. you, know, if I, you know. I don't know. I don't know, Marcus. I'm on wax, yo. Jordan Poole, let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of battles, guys, the Battle of New York. Jade, I need some kind of New York ass music here. The Battle of New York. Jade, play the tape. New York ass music. <laughs> Double fucking overtime! What the fuck, baby? New York is fucking back! Knicks are here, baby! The Knicks are fucking here, baby! Fresh out the corner, baby! We're taking it all the way! We had DePlazio! We had Cuomo! It was rough shit! But we have the Knicks! Run New York! Knicks run New York City! <laughs> Bing bong! Tell me little something, KD! Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks! Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks! Let's go, Knicks! Sorry, Knicks fans, but James Harden is back. Harden finished with 34 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 3 steals, and the Nets won for the 13th time in 16 games to improve to 15-6 atop the Eastern Conference. It was a nail-biter. Until the end, as the Nets won 112-110, Harden dominated from the start, scoring 15 of Brooklyn's first 21 points in the first eight minutes of the game. The rest was a Harden highlight reel, the step back, the step through, dribbling all around, guys, scored 28 points on 8-12 shooting, including 3-5 of five from deep, and in attacking the rim, found his way to the foul line to make 9-10 of 10 free throws. Maybe, just maybe not so bad after all james these new rule changes jade play the tape mills offensive rebound hits three. the night finished with some drama too julius randall assessed a technical foul with a minute 36 left in the fourth quarter after he thought he was fouled on a missed shot with a game tied at 105 kevin durant hit an 18 footer after that and sank the technical free throw that they called on Randall. Jade played that tape as well. Durant Durant for the win. A bona fide hitman. Doesn't care about the score, the situation. Kevin Durant. I want to hear that from Julius Randall. With all due respect, shut the hell up. I want to hear that. Yo, Jay, remember this? No, I 
was none too pleased after the game questioning the officiating by none other than NBA fall guy Scott Foster he said I want to watch the film but something's not right Jay was something not right in the battle of New York or another case of those great sweet Connecticut sour grapes I mean you you didn't get a call against Kevin Durant and James Harden. You're not the first team that's ever not gotten a call against those guys. You won't be the last team that's not gotten a call against those guys. I'm just happier that Knicks Nets means something now. It means something. Does it? And yes, yes, okay. yes. It means something to Knicks fans at least. There it is. Okay. <laughs> and if there are Nets fans, it mean it means something to them too. James Harden. That was a huge game for him. It's it's weird that we look at a 34-10-8 game from him and are like, oh, yeah, that's that's new this year. It's it's not what he's been like every every night because he's been like that every night for five, six years. Um, I just think the Knicks, after benching Kemba Walker, which was mm. shocking, shocking. For Alec Burks. They'll, they'll be able to get back to their defensive identity. I, I think it got lost because they brought in – Kemba and Fournier, and they needed more offense. They needed more scoring. But that's those are two guys who are liabilities defensively. And for a team last year that had basically zero weaknesses, weak links on that end of the court. So they needed to get back to defense. I think as as tough as it must have been to bench Kemba, this is more the type of team now that Thibodeau probably wants. So I'm I'm curious to see how they move on from this with, with Kemba, you know, out of the rotation now. Yeah, Marcus, Shaq was telling Julius Randle, like, you can't whine, you can't complain about not getting calls because you're stronger than everybody. You got to just go be a beast. And Shaq never did, right? Right, Shaq never, <laughs> Shaq never did, but Shaq's also, like, four inches and, like, 80 pounds heavier. Four inches taller, 80 pounds heavier. Julius Randle is, like, <laughs> the strongest man alive, though. Julius Randle can move anybody. Julius Randle's strong, but... Um, He's like, like Steven Adams' strength. He couldn't move James Harden in the post. Yes, Rockets fans, I remember James Harden, good post defender, four times a game. All right, so Marcus, is Julius Randle just complaining here, or, or does he does he have something to to truly like harp on? No, he's complaining, but he doesn't have anything. Like this is NBA basketball. Like this is par for the course. Uh, and I, as much as I hate when people say it because it's mostly not true. But Uh-oh. there are other parts of the game, right, that they lost, right? And I hate, uh, when, I hate when they do that. Uh, it doesn't come down to that. But that's the that's the Zach Harper special right there. Like, <laughs> hey, by the way, you guys sucked in other areas of the game. Yeah, I mean, but they did, and that's. It, I just yeah. find it tough. I just find it tough to lean on that, right? Like, it, it, it's it's just kind of weak, you know, to me. It's, it's too weak for Julius Randle. I think he's a bit better in that. Yeah, you know, he was – I think he shot 50% from the field. He was aggressive. He probably could have been more aggressive in parts. Um, I, I do feel like Burks and Fournier were a little bit too shot happy, and sometimes he probably should have took over. But, yeah, I, I'm with Jay, man. It's, it's Harden and Kevin Durant, and why do you think you're going to get calls? <laughs> like, I don't even know – what you what what you think and in the end yeah. Harden got mm. off right Harden had a a Harden game and Brooklyn won by two 
Like <laughs> I I do love I do love this Knicks bench though. Man, when Derrick Rose comes in, Emmanuel click, quickly comes in. Like quickly's so fun, and he's going to be so good. Like he's already good, but he's going to be so good. Hey, you know he's who quickly I become love? one of your favorite players? Don't do that. You know, quickly, <laughs> you know who I you know who I love, Jay. Hold this, key. Emmanuel. L. Yeah, <laughs> I, I low key love Alec Burks. He has become like who did he? He has regenerated his whole career. Oh, this wasn't Utah Alex Burks, right? It's Alex Burks. Yeah. This wasn't like he's just now like I'm gonna sat. I'm about to go out here and get 25. I'm, I'm not gonna do anything else on the court but score. It's just weird to see him kind of evolve into that. That dude is a bucket getter. It's kind of yo. Weird. He he's he, had a weird career, man. Super like, weird. Like he's he was like one of the most clutch players in the league last year. I remember like Mike Breen said it during an MSG. They like, oh, one of the best fourth quarter performers. I was like, get out of here. Then I looked up, I was like, oh shit, he really is like doing oh, that he was big, that well. Yeah. yeah, he was big. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just the weird. Knicks to see bench is fun though. Knicks bench the is Knicks super bench fun. Is Knicks, fun. Knicks bench and they have, have Toppin the, out there. Yeah, just flying they have around. the most fun bench in the league. Like Nerlens Noel, like who yeah. knows what he's gonna do at any given time. Yeah, he might block a shot. He might complain about Rich Paul. Like we don't know what Nerlens is gonna do at any time. Just don't yeah, call do it a bench mob or nothing like that. Be original whenever you coin whatever this contingent will be um, it's, it's the most you're done with bench mob yeah. yeah bench mob is like come with something new what would you call that them? is true bench bench mob was like the the kings with all them dudes Derek martin like i think Derek martin came up with the bench bobby mob. jackson yeah when they had did they have hito on that bench corliss hito yeah man Lawrence they were loaded. oh man big nasty thunderbird thunderbird yeah. like that was a team man that was a yeah squad. we can't just be handing out bench so every, mobs every, to, every now to, to to every a good team. bench it's like oh we got a bench mob like nah nicks don't do that come yeah come and do be original we gotta get we gotta get something else in there, but yeah, no man, this Knicks this Knicks bench is the most it's the most excited I get like when subs come in. It's just the, the like when when Rose and quickly come in, I just get I get super excited. And you're right, Obi Toppin get too jacked up. Oh my god, I'm ready for basketball. You know who's not ready for basketball? Take three, LeBron James. No LeBron, no problem. And yet another interesting game on Tuesday night. The Lakers came from behind to beat the Sacramento Kings down 66-52 in the third quarter. The Lakers, sans LeBron, went on a 40-8 run, eventually blowing out the Kings 117-92. Just a little FYI for you, LeBron will be out 10 days for health and safety protocol. It's Taco Tuesday! Take 10 days of film, Space Jam 3. I don't know, I don't know. According to the internet, the Kings had a 94% chance of winning that game. But the stats and info machine didn't quite calculate the if Kings variable. Looks like to me, because if the Kings are involved, they're probably going to fuck it up. Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis combined for 48 points. Malik Monk, brilliant game off the bench, 22 points. Jade, play that tape. Shot clock down to seven. And they're just coming into the ball game, knocking down threes, raining down threes. Marcus, the Lakers, now 12 and 11, eighth place in the West. No LeBron, no problem, or Lakers figuring out ways to weather the storm, or are they screwed? So every time, I, I got to confess, every time I, I, I get so hype about the Kings, I, I always hear you in oh, my head. You wanna, oh, you want to you wanna get into this conversation, Mr. <laughs> you Kings? Are, you always, I like, tried to I tell just, you every goddamn you year. I'm not giving you the moment anymore. Give it up. No, I'm not doing They're that. They're the Kings. So this doesn't count. It doesn't count. 
Like, you didn't, it doesn't matter. You didn't do anything. Okay, you came back on the, you outscored the Kings by 34 points in the second half. Golf clap. Yeah. I'm not impressed. Uh, and that's because of you, Zach, because I'm done. I'm done. This wow. Is after the three overtime loss, by the way. Like, you are, you are Kate Winslet. Letting the Kings go into the ocean, just sinking with the Titanic. They, that's they, what. That's where you are now. Uh, and you know what? Then they get Alvin Gentry, and I'm like, let's go. Uh, I know you want Alvin to be I'll, good, I'll, right? I'll like Alvin's good. a guy. Did Marvin, yeah. Marvin Bagley come out playing well in the first game? Under I was yeah, like, like seven good minutes, man. He had seven good <laughs> minutes. Oh. So yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling good about the Lakers because they dominated the Kings for a half. I, I think that I need. I need to see more Lakers. I'm sorry. You know what's crazy? The probably the craziest part about that entire Lakers comeback is that they were actually underdogs in that game against the Sacramento That's Kings. That's wild. Yeah. Legit one and a half point underdogs against an organization I mean, that has just been failing at play, every you know? turn. What does <laughs> that mean? Golden one is a tough place to play. Why? Because you're were, you were worried about the sun peeking through. Remember when they didn't account for the sun and there was a glare on the court from the outside? Jay King, you just don't walk into golden one and get wins. You, you do not just walk into golden one and come back from a 14-point deficit. You usually stumble in but, and just walk out with the win. But the, the Lakers, they just... Uh, no, no, don't buy them. No, they haven't. They're in serious trouble. They're, they're, they signed, they're, they acquired Russell Westbrook in part because they thought he'd be able to carry them when LeBron wasn't right. They're like minus five points for 100 possessions w- with Russ on the court when LeBron isn't out there. They're a rudderless team right now. I don't think they can fix it. I'm at the point where... Wow. I have given up on the Lakers, even though they've got LeBron, even though they've got Anthony Davis. I don't think this team can build the right type of defensive identity. I don't think they have enough shooting. I don't think there'll be anything no matter what. Yeah, we, we've talked about this on Basketballs on, on Monday. Like, Marcus, If it wasn't for LeBron, everyone would give up on them. Oh, too. for sure. It, but yeah, it's out of respect for LeBron, who, by the way, just like keeps finding ways to miss games. But Marcus, like, they just play stupid basketball. They make a lot of dumb decisions as a, as a team full of veterans. They remind me of the Cavaliers teams when LeBron was there defensively, which yeah. is like the worst thing you can say about a team. Yeah. But they don't have the supernova offense to counteract that. Like, it's just, that's the problem. It was okay when you were giving up layup after layup, right. when it was like Kyrie, Kevin Love in his prime, LeBron, Kyle yeah. Korver, they all those guys. to beat you, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like you were they were gonna score points now they don't have that and they still defend like those Cavs teams the, do. the troubling part if you're a Lakers fan is I mean it is November it's just we just got to December man they are having to go all out to win a lot of these games I mean mm-hmm. this is tooth and nail I mean this is like NBA struggle right here they are pulling out games in November we yeah. know who Anthony Davis is, bro. This is a perfect rep- recipe for breakdown for him. But I mean, look, they they went on a run of their lives to beat the Kings. They've got they have played four overtimes in two games to beat Indiana and Sacramento. Like this is like this is all I got, right? We had to fight all our it, life to yo, get an NBA Marcus, win. Marcus, it's still <laughs> it's still wild to me that 
AD, Russ, and LeBron combined for 150 minutes in a game against the Kings and lost at home. And, that's wild. That's, I mean, that's tough. That's to a do. horrible stat. Like, you can't, you can't do that. And yet, working and hard. yet, out of respect for LeBron, we holding off because if they, we're not writing them off yet. Exactly. I just wrote them off. I'm not. Jay's I just done. wrote them off. Oh, typical Boston hatred of LA. It has nothing to do with it. I, <laughs> I, I, I picked them to win the title. I think even last season, which was misguided, yeah. but but no, they're they're done to me. Wow, wow. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to be fascinated by the Lakers. Like it's it is a fascinating mix. But then you watch them play, and it's just disgusting. It, you, it's not even fun to watch, and it should be fun to watch Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James play basketball together, but it's not. And to think they could have Buddy Hield and Alex Caruso, <laughs> which they would have better shooting and much, much needed perimeter defense, and mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't have it. It's And mm. they're having to claw for every single victory in November. I feel like Alex Caruso has to be brought up during every conversation 100%. about the Lakers. Yeah, 100%. Every single one. Yeah. Because so many of their problems trace back to the fact that they were so dumb to let him go. Like, that could not have been dumber, letting Alex Caruso go. It was the most obvious move of this summer. When he called them and told them, I have this offer from Chicago, they should have said, yeah, we'll pay you that. Absolutely, we'll pay you that. We would love to have you back. You you mean so much to our defense. You do everything to make life easier for and LeBron James and Anthony we Davis. Made you. Mm-hmm. No, they looked, <laughs> at, they looked at Austin they Reeves like, and nah, said, nah, they looked nah. at Austin Reeves and said, oh, Carmelo, we, we have Austin a white. Reeves, we, can, we can make this one Avery into one, Bradley. too. Austin, shave your head. <laughs> we got we to get, we gotta get you into the mold, Can't, get a headband. Oh, man. Um, oh man! Maybe Can't they should launch an investigation into how the DeAndre Bulls, Jordan, into how the Bulls. How many ended up? basketball players worse than Alex Caruso can you target in one off season? It's tough man. when you could have just had Caruso. Because even Malik Monk's like not even close to as good as him. I don't know. Mal- when I do Malik know. Monk gets I do hot. Know. No, I do when know. Malik Monk gets hot, yeah, once a month when Malik, when Malik Monk gets hot, it's it's a problem. <laughs> All right, Relax. what? Oh, sorry. I was just basing that off his career. He's fine. Uh, All right. Take four. Dateline, December 1st. According to ESPN, after a four-month investigation, the NBA has punished the Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat with the loss of a (gasps) second-round draft pick because of premature discussions. Usually pills for that. Into the free agency of guards, Lonzo Ball and Kyle Lowry. The league announced on Wednesday, Chicago and Miami will lose their next available second round pick after the league conduct or concluded that the teams had impermissible discussions with representatives of the players ahead of the opening of free agency on August 2nd. In a memo to teams obtained by ESPN, the league wrote both teams fully cooperated with the investigations which was a factor in the penalties in a statement that he said, while we disagree, we accept the league's decision. We move on with our season in a statement from the bulls. They said, we're glad this process has concluded and look forward to the rest of our season. Why are you putting out announcements for that shit? So stupid. Jay has tampering been solved. 
<laughs> this is so stupid. I hate when the NBA actually punishes teams for tampering because it is so obvious that every single team does it. At 6 p.m. on free agency, when teams are supposed to begin being able to start to free agents, it is a swarm, a rush, a wave of signing announcements from Shams, from Woj, and that's just how it is. All these teams have been lining up. They've been talking to guys for weeks, if not months, if not years. Mm -hmm. You have to be just stupid enough to get caught but it's it's just so absurd by the NBA. If you really want to get rid of tampering, do it in a way that's a lot heavier than a second-round pick. If you don't want to get rid of tampering, then let it happen and let it be and change the I, rules I, so I, that it's legal. Jay, I think they should have tribute videos for guys they want to sign. Like, Lakers come to yeah. town, you want to sign Anthony Davis? Oh. Like Celtics get to put out a tribute video to, to Anthony that, Davis. That would be amazing because it would also piss off some players on the current 100%, team. 100%, yeah. It lights a fire. It causes some chaos. It's a little chaos grenade right into the middle of the court right there. Um, yeah. Marcus, I feel like I feel like tampering happens all the time, right? And so to get busted for tampering and to be mad that you got busted for tampering, it's like, it's like getting a speeding ticket, right? You speed all the time. No, it's like, but, but, but here's the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem. Everyone's going 90 all the time. This time you went 67 into 65 and they're like, all right, ticket. That's what this, that's what this becomes. And, and it's already written out in the rules that you can't use flow of traffic (laughs) as, as a defense, right? Like, like, dude, you know, everybody's you you don't get to use that. So if we bust you, you just got to eat it. Yeah. you know what? Not only is this ridiculous, which we all know, this is ridiculous, right? It's this, stupid. This is dumb. But you, you, I know you're joking, but you're so not wrong in how much of a missed opportunity this is. They should go ahead and open the floodgates. Go with the rules from the Mac. You know the name of the game. <laughs> your girl chose me, right? Like, hey, if you don't want nobody, <laughs> if you don't want nobody taking your talent. Make sure your talent want to stay with you, right? Like that's right. they should go with that. But as as a as a uh, a newfound F one fan, this is what's great about F one. Like they will literally go find a new team while exactly they're still right playing. Exactly. No, I'm just saying, like you talk about F one because because it's the it's one of the most popular growing sports in America. People are going crazy. What's F one? Oh, come on, <laughs> you got to know this. You're come on. What are you talking about? No, hold on, hold on. He knows what Hold on, really Marcus, is. you know what you were about to say. You know what you stopped oh, yourself so, from saying. You know what? But, but did I realize it Marcus wanted to say, you know what it is. You're white. You should know no, what F1 but race is. That's what you were about to say. No, but then I realized F1 is kind of different than NASCAR. Like, it's a little bit more, you know, European. So I could get why Americans don't get it. But, but. The, my point is, like, you're, if you... If you're, you're the second person hyping up F1 to me over the last because, like, two weeks. Man. It's because... Stop talking to me no, about Formula the 1, The reason people. is... The reason is... I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. to watch dudes go in a circle. Now, come on. All you gotta do is drive cars. Whatever. You got, uh... You got, uh... On demand. No, nobody's buying your 5 a.m. excuse like you then ever... I know, then I know that I know the shit's over at that point. No, now you I don't. watch a race that's no, you done. Don't. So what? That's not the point. The point is, it's not the racing. It's the drama. It's the storylines. It's the messiness it all really works the nba needs to get rid of tampering and like welcome it 
and invite it because it adds another layer to the whole mm-hmm. like drama of it. Like think about this. Think- if you knew, if you knew a player was like, Hey, I'm being courted by this team. Like remember when Kevin Durant went to New York and he was playing with the Warriors and they had like billboards up and all yeah. that. Like what if a city just leaned in? <laughs> for also real? remember when, remember the Bucks got hit for tampering with their own player with Giannis. They got busted for, that's when it got too stupid. When they're like, hey, you can't tamper with this. It's like, that's our guy. What do you mean we can't do this? Yeah, the only good part in. of this tampering investigation was the Heat's announcement. Their, so their press statement. <laughs> just basically, we disagree. We, we disagree. are moving on with our season. Yeah, just a little Heat a logo under the, under the words. This is such a trivial punishment and meaningless discussion. We're just going to move on. Register our disagreement Miami, for the record. The Heat have the best press statements of all time they once told danny h to shut the fuck up at riley man that riley will get after it that's, i mean that's, that's the greatest that's one. special yeah that's, that's special <laughs> speak that was the only good outcome of the entire tampering investigation was that was the the that's message it. from the heat it, yeah. was, it was worth it though do you expect tampering that. to no longer happen well, if it's gonna cost happens, you a second round pick what happens to the second round picks do they like get donated do they end up in some like third world country with the t-shirts from the team that lost the championship yeah there's four first round picks over in a third world country right now <laughs> from minnesota <laughs> in the early 2000s <laughs> the that Joe, was actually probably a, <laughs> that was probably a tough punishment for the bulls ownership honestly they like to sell their second round picks for like a 1.5 million yeah that's, that's cash flow right there hey, yeah, yeah that's 5, tough uh, cash considerations remember uh, <laughs> yeah. jordan jordan bell jordan bell <laughs> yeah. oh what a steal it was for what the warriors and then where the fuck is he now <laughs> bulls fans were so pissed about that <laughs> they were they were hey you got a ring though right yeah, he did he's, yeah. now he's with the warriors g league team all right shout out to jordan bell making it work all right it's time for the mvp odds they're never too soon take five that's right folks quarter of the way through the season and it's time to look at the race for mvp so of course we head over to our good friends at bet mgm and take a look at the old odds steph curry leading the way right now plus 140 followed by his old teammate kevin durant plus 500 Giannis plus 700 last year's mvp Nikola Jokic plus 1100 and Luka Doncic plus 2500. Marcus, you get $500 of Jade's money. Where are you putting your money? Lewis Hamilton. Fuck does that? Is that for the? Is that what Lin Manuel Miranda wrote about? That's be a, that the, no, that's a Formula One <laughs> dude that someone was talking <laughs> yes. to me about two weeks ago. <laughs> Get this dude, hey, Lewis Hamilton, out of here. Did you, did you <laughs> name see, one other racer. Did, name hey, one other racer than Lewis Hamilton. I swear to God, someone was Stanton. trying to convince me Lewis Hamilton was the most recognizable athlete. Athlete. He drives Y'all cars. Sleep, athlete. Y'all sleep. In the entire did, world. Is Ronaldo, like, who the is, fuck is Lewis Hamilton? Is Ronaldo sleep. on Mars? Is Messi on Mars? Aren't they in? Races happen at 4 a.m. Of course, I'm asleep. The the best part about that was Jay realizing who Lewis was. Like, wait a second, I know that name. Hold on. Oh, that's that. That was was pretty good. We need to capture that. Uh, I'm putting my money on Steph Curry. It's an easy Mm. bet. I mean, they're literally chanting his name in other arenas. It's kind of easy money when you think about it. Uh, 
he just has a way of captivating. The Warriors are going to be, they're going to be up there. They're going to get a bunch of wins. They're probably going to have a better record than the others. You know, I'm surprised there's no Devin Booker in that mix with the way Phoenix is going. Maybe he, maybe he jumps in at some point, but you know, Steph's going to break the three point record, right? Like he's going to do crazy things. The Warriors are going to be good. And this is, this is kind of easy here. Uh, Jay, you want my, my little tip here? You go yes. Nikola Jokic. I think the yeah. money for him to repeat, if it's plus 1,100 and the injuries they have, Michael Porter Jr., like, done. Uh, Jamal Murray probably, I can't imagine he's coming back, or if he does, not for very long in this season. And then and then with Jokic, like, if he drags this team to, like, a five or four seed in the West, which I think is very plausible, that's that's as impressive as anything that Steph's doing. Dragging Jordan Poole to the top doing. seed? What are you talking about? You but, just thought Jordan Poole's terrible. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> what Jokic? Have you seen what Jordan Poole's doing the last few games? You see what he did yesterday? <laughs> what Jokic has done with that group over the last couple of seasons since Jamal Murray got injured is just ridiculous. When he's playing, mm-hmm. they're competitive. They won a playoff series with basically everyone hurt. Like the whole roster was just hurt, and yeah. Jokic was out there just dragging Facundo Campazzo and Austin Rivers to a, a playoff series win in the Western Conference. I, I agree. You actually took my pick. I was I was going to pick Jokic, mm. but Curry Curry's going to win it though. Like probably, I do right? think yeah. the money's right on Jokic. Yeah, if you want to go for a longer shot, Jokic will have the narrative by the end of the season because he, he's going to play a bunch of games. They're going to finish fourth or fifth seed in the West with nobody on that roster available. Oh. But it's going to be Steph, man. The, the Warriors aren't going anywhere. They're going to win a ton of games. Steph is back. Draymond's going to win DPOY. And then Monty Williams is going to win Coach of the Year. Um, I do like Giannis, though, here, because he he helped keep the Bucks afloat when Middleton was out and Brooke Lopez was out and Drew was out, and they're within, they'll be within striking range of the one seed in the East. If they go out there and charge through second half of the season – and he's great, yeah, yeah, and they get the one rhythm. seed over the yeah. over the Nets. Yeah, I, I feel like I, people I, are still bored by Giannis, though. No, but they the, the whole like man that conversation of like I can't vote for him after what he's done in the playoffs and stuff, and then he goes and does that in the finals, and then I think there's going to be a little bit of like yeah, Giannis, you get to have the MVP again. Like I do think there's that in the mix, but yeah, Steph's easily the the favorite right now. Yo, Jeff Green and PJ, PJ Dozier are fifth and sixth on the Nuggets in minutes this season. I think PJ's hurt, too. I <laughs> think PJ just, just, yeah, yeah, just got yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Dude, like, they can't catch like, any kind geez. of break. Wow. Bones yeah. Highland, though. Let's go. Bones Highland is my kind of player. He just puts them up. Hey, yeah, he, he he's a savage. <laughs> he is a savage. Like, yo, who is this dude just chucking like this? He, yeah, man, he is. He does not care if Jokic is on the floor. He's like, this is my time to shine. Yeah, it's like Bones Highlands, like Marcus Howard, who I think is on a two-way deal. Both the greens. Um, I know he's not there anymore, but it's the ghost of Paul Millsap. Like, it's all these dudes. Like, they don't have anybody Rivers, for him yeah. to. Austin Rivers is now out with, like, you know, health and safety protocol. Like, they're right. missing everybody. Dropping, yeah. yeah. It's just him and Will Barton. It's just Jokic and Will Barton. Like, and Aaron that's it. Gordon, baby. <laughs> it's just Jokic and Will and Barton. Then, that's it. And they got they got pummeled. They got pummeled when Jokic wasn't playing. Yeah, too. that's like, just that's another feather. Yeah. And then he comes back in, and instantly they they pile up. Beat the Heat. Wins. Comes back like, in, they beat the Heat in Miami. Like just reminder of like, yeah, he's he's gonna be. He's he gonna means be everything. Yeah, I don't think KD's gonna. I don't think KD has a real shot. 
He should, because I that Nets team is actually a lot worse than I think people realize, but I don't think Katie's going to. How, though? Like, I he, don't even understand it. He should have a shot. He should have a shot. He should, but I just, I don't, I, I'm just, like, trying to read the tea loop. Like, to, I just don't. To me, he, he'd be number two, I think, on my ballot right now. Would Ooh. be Kevin Durant. Be Steph Curry one, Durant yeah. two. They're 15 and six. Harden hasn't been good. Kyrie is off doing God knows what. Joe Harris has been hurt. Blake Griffin just can't even stay on the get on the court in yeah. the lineup. And fifteen and six. It's like Patty Mills though, man. Lamarcus, Patty, like they were Bruce they Brown. Were okay baby. for the Spurs. Yeah, Marcus baby out here. Hey, he don't miss though. He don't play a lick of defense, but <laughs> he really don't miss that mid range. But it's not. It's not out of choice. He literally can't move. He literally, like so. That's yeah. <laughs> I, it's it like look you look at their Patty Mills is fourth in minutes at thirty-three, Aldridge thirty-six, Blake Griffin thirty-two, James Johnson is in the mix, right? Like yeah. like they get young with Javon Carter, right? <laughs> like that's <laughs> It's it's a weird it's a weirdly to be fair Javon team. Javon Carter just looks like he's forty five right he's actually I mean, he's twenty six but like yeah, yeah. He, that dude he, he Javon Carter is only twenty six yeah. I would have I would have no, put yeah, anything on him being in his thirty he's, he's definitely an old he's soul forty since he was in college soul. yeah <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for this week's point of contention don't forget subscribe to all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network Warriors plus minus anything is potable down to dunk no dunks blue guys. Sixers beat Forum Club game notes. And of course, do not forget, what did I miss? Michelle Beadle's new podcast on The Athletic Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. For Jay King, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on The Athletic and subscribe, you turkeys.